So this afternoon, I want to introduce to you Gray and Juanita Beal. They're from One and One Fitness, out on a little town on Vancouver Island, Qualicum Beach. And I tell you, if you ever want to go for a nice drive, if you ever want to see some beautiful country, go there and stop in at One and One Fitness. This is um, a couple that is absolutely amazing. When it comes to knowledge, dedication, passion, and love for the people they serve, it doesn't get any better. And combined with experience in the fitness industry, it's, if in over approximately 40 years, these two lives have been changed with the help of the philosophy and the products of Avena. And because of the dedication and love of what they do, they have changed hundreds of people's lives. And it's exciting to see the transformation that these two people have done with people. In February of 2008, that's this year, just a few months ago, Avena for the first time agreed to let another company or a fitness place actually open up a storefront of our products. So these guys have our products in their fitness center, and so now all their clients, which is thousands, have access to our products really nice and conveniently. So when it comes to belief and commitment, they know no limit. And these two people are proof of that. So I want you to give them a real hand, and I know you're going to enjoy them. You can tell how beautiful they are by looking at them. Thank you guys for being here. Um, I was introduced to Avena about uh, six and a half years ago, and um, my intention at the time was uh, to actually just train with my, well, yeah, with my trainer, and uh, he introduced got me. He introduced me. You got a bit of training. <laughs> he introduced me um, to Avena, which has ch changed my life, uh, but we'll get into that a little bit more later. Uh, first of all, as a society, there's one big thing that's happened to us, and unfortunately, we've become very inactive. And back from the beginning of time, you know, we used to hunt and gather, and unfortunately, we've been sitting at computer desks and getting more and more sedentary um, as time goes by. Unfortunately, with this picture, I don't think it quite best describes how the human state is. The man that's slumped over on his computer, I really think you could add about 50 or 60 pounds to that man. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's unfortunate, but it is, it is the truth. Because everything nowadays is remote control, and um, we don't even have to get out of our vehicles anymore to uh, open the, the garage door. Uh, I'm from Saskatchewan originally. That's where I grew up. And my family just cannot believe that people pay me to work them out. <laughs> Not used to microphones. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely been an interesting uh, career choice, and it's a passion of mine. I love what I do for a living. People walk through our facility, which is like no other we've seen before, because we, we take people on as a whole. We don't just look at them as getting them fit. We look at them as getting... Um, 
their spirit and their body in alignment uh, with everything. Uh, our clients range from 12 years old up to 85. And we have athletes that come through our door, um, people with MS, uh, bowel problems. And yeah, fitness is really important. Everybody's got those. Yes, that's right. Uh, fitness is really important, but pooping is even more important. And we're all about the pooping at one-on-one -on -one fitness. That's what we talk about every day. <laughs> How many movements? What do they look like? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk to you guys about exercise today. And uh, there's this great quote that I found. Let's see here. For most of us, health will depend not on who we are, but on how we live. The body you have at 20 depends on your genes, but the body you have at 40, 60, or 80 is the body you deserve, the body that reflects your behavior. And we know that immunization and all these things that we've learned about today have a big role in that, but your behaviors and your lifestyle choices have a huge impact on your health, as you know. And the behavior that we need to incorporate on a day-to-day -day basis is moving our bodies. And our job today is to inspire and motivate you to get your body moving. So that's our job. So what are the benefits of exercise? Who can tell us? Why do you exercise? Maybe we should call it movement because because exercise is like a four-letter word, is it not? <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, fantastic. Somebody said stress. Fantastic. I know it works really well for me. If I've had a bad day, the last thing I feel like doing is actually getting into a bathtub. I, I want to go for a little run because it helps to alleviate the stress. Because when we're stressed, we get these hormones and chemicals that are released into the body, that fight or flight thing. We're not meant to be sitting at a desk having the fight or flight thing happen to us, are we? No. So one way to bring those stress levels down is to get your body moving. Why else? Oh yeah, detoxifies the body. Which is funny because one of the things a lot of people will say to us when they come, we don't want to sweat. We want to work out, but we don't want to sweat. So yeah, it's, it's a great detoxifier for the body. Yeah, it increases your energy. Everybody here wants more energy. How about look better naked? Oh yeah, how many people want to look better naked? Yeah. 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 Bones, yeah. Lose weight. Yes, fantastic. Any other reasons? Yeah, heart, yeah. All the research so shows that it decreases all those risks. Uh, diabetes, cancer, depression. depression. Sex life, I don't have that. Sex life Woo! you can still have one. <laughs> all by yourself. <laughs> and you can have whoever you like. <laughs> Sorry, we're not supposed to talk about that. In the, okay. There's no, <laughs> hey, There's no delay on ours. <laughs> It increases the libido, which is a, a very big part of life. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Clears the mind, makes you think clear. Has anybody ever gone for a, a walk or a hike or anything, and they they came back thinking, "Oh, I wish I didn't do that. I just feel so awful now." <laughs> no, it makes you feel good, right? When you move your body, so it just makes you feel really good. 
Um, the American Council of Sports Medicine actually called um, strength training the fountain of youth. Did you know that? We were meant to move our bodies. Yeah. We have some other things here. Um, it prevents osteoporosis. Uh, it improves bone density, improves flexibility, um, balance, which is great. My client who was um, 80, he was 80 when he came to me. The main reason why he started training was because he was terrified of having a fall. Because usually when they have a fall, what follows? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, stroke. So he came to me to uh, put some muscle on and improve his balance. And he's in better shape now at 85 than he was in his 60s. So that's huge. Um, it's interesting, too, about looking better naked. We all want to put some more muscle on our body because uh, muscle takes up way less space than fat. So we all want to be a little bit smaller. Uh, and we get a lot of women that come to our facility, and they're like, well, I don't want to bulk up. Yeah. I don't want to bulk up. We're like, well, sorry, honey, it's not going to happen to you. You just don't have the testosterone unless you start injecting stuff, and that's not going to happen. I don't happen. see a big mustache on you. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's important. Uh, this is another thing. How many people love to eat? <laughs> Liars. Everybody should have their hands up. <laughs> we saw you at the buffet last night. Everybody was eating lots of food. Um, if you love to eat, if you're eating too much, guess what? You're going to put on some weight. You need to burn it off. We can whoop you for an hour in the gym. You can undo it in 15 minutes. With the That's hand mouth disease. That's a sad reality. Yeah. So the more muscle that you put on your body, which is an active tissue, and uh, muscle will burn up to 50 to 60 calories a day. Yeah. So just think, if you put on you know, an extra five pounds of muscle, think of how much more food you'll get away with eating. I like to look at it that way because I love food. I love to eat. <laughs> Thank you, Tara. We have a picture of um, I love this. this guy here. This is Gray's inspiration here. Would have been a little clearer on our PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. But. He's 86. He's 86. Yeah. Bob Dale Montague, you can look him up. An incredible specimen. The Bob Del Montague. He's a personal trainer, naturopath, doctor. He... Uh, He's an incredible human being. Mo a lot of the people like he's trained, uh, they're long gone, but uh, <laughs> they're dead now. <laughs> they obviously, they obviously didn't take his advice too much, did they? Because uh, Marlon Brando and Paul Newman, Marilyn Monroe, Cary Grant, these are the John Way. These are the people that he trained years ago. There's a picture of him there at 17 years old, and uh, he looks better now. Yeah, so he's definitely an inspiration to us all, and uh, muscle knows no age, which is just an amazing thing. Uh, last year, I was at Body World in Vancouver. I don't know if anybody, has anybody ever seen that exhibition? A couple years ago now. Has anybody ever seen that? Where they have, uh, they take humans, they take the cadavers, and they take the skin and fat off them, and they're displayed in many different positions and stuff like that. It's, it's an incredible uh, show they put on. We spent eight hours in there. I was just absolutely blown away by that. And not one of those bodies in that whole display, that exhibition, and there was how many? There must have been 50 of them. I could not tell the age of one of them. 
You couldn't tell if he was 18 or 80. There's no difference in the muscle once you take that skin and, and the fat off the person. There's, you, the muscle tissue, is, it looks identical. I couldn't tell. There was a, a guy in a hurdler's position, you know, he's going over a hurdle. And I'm looking at that, and I was trying to, you'd have to get into the bone density maybe and the, and the DNA to, to figure out how old he was. But by looking at it, he would, uh, by looking at him, you couldn't tell. Is that better? So his joints and his organs may have known the difference, but yeah. muscle knows no age. So it doesn't matter. It's never too late to start. Yeah, get your body going. So we all know that it's good for us, but we all have so many excuses. I love this one. I use this uh, at the gym all the time. What's your excuse? I like this little cartoon. What fits your busy schedule better, exercising an hour a day or being dead 24 hours a day? Not great. <laughs> so how many people here have made plenty of excuses not to get their body moving? Oh, only six. <laughs> really? I call bullshit. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, that's taped. <laughs> um, so let's hear some of your excuses, because my job as a trainer is to diffuse those excuses and come up with solutions. We are solution-oriented. So I'm too tired. Oh, beautiful. Excellent. That's a good one. So honey, what would you tell one of our clients that says they're just too tired? Be nice. Be nice. Uh, exercise. Moving will make you untired. Sorry. It gives you energy. It doesn't take it away. One of the best things you can do when you're tired is to just get out, go for a 10-minute little walk. It'll get the oxygen moving in the blood, and it'll give you more energy for sure. Uh, I do find, too, that when you're exercising regularly, you need less sleep. Have you ever found that? You need less sleep because you, you're, you're just more energized. So the big one I find with most people is I don't have enough time. I know life is so busy and, uh, you know, it's kids, soccer moms, uh, jobs, and the list is just endless. And with Gray and I, one thing that we've found is we schedule it in just like we would a regular client yeah. because we're first and foremost. It's part of the workday. Yeah. So we schedule it in uh, like it would be any important appointment. It's, it's allotting that time. And the next thing, too, is most people think that they have to go out for an hour or even a half an hour uh, to get the benefits of exercise. Uh, research is now showing that just 10 minutes at a time will um, give you huge, huge benefits. Think of how good you feel just after a 10-minute little walk or um, a little jog or, or whatever. You feel great. You feel great. So and it, it's addictive because you start actually thinking instead of taking the elevator for three floors, you'll actually take the stairs. It just it's it's like anything else. Once you get it, it gets in you. Your body craves it like anything else that's good for you. It wants it. And pretty soon you're walking a little bit more than you used to, and you're driving less and saving money and doing nothing but good for you. One of the big things too that we tell people is um, every time you go to the bathroom. Do 10 squats. 10 squats. And if you're on Herb Cocktail, guess how many times you're going to the bathroom. <laughs> Think about that. 10 squats. <clears throat> I don't know about you guys, but I'm on that can quite a bit. I can get 100 squats in in a day. <laughs> there you go. 
and it only takes 10 seconds, which is interesting with the automatic flushing toilets. It really messes with them. Smooth. Yeah. You know, there's lots of little ways. Um, I always find it really funny in this little small town that we're from. Uh, we're basically about four blocks is, is our downtown area. And you get these people who will drive in their cars a half a block. Oh, yeah. A half a block from the post office to the bank. And if there are clients, we'll run after them. What are you doing? <laughs> You know, there's little ways, you know, park the vehicle and start walking everywhere rather than trying that ultimate parking, parking spot at Costco or whatever. Go out where your car's not going to get dinged and start hauling butt into uh, wherever you're going. I like this one too. Um, it's too expensive. You don't need a trainer to get started, although I think it's a great way to spend your money. Um, I think everybody here today um, came with a pair of shoes on. Ah, yeah, yeah, everybody wears shoes. That's all you need for equipment. Just start walking. Just start walking. Just start moving. Um, I'm too sore. We get that one a lot. Uh, a lot of people come to us with chronic pain, and as soon as we get them moving, a lot of those symptoms are alleviated because the body was designed to move. If you don't use it, you're going to lose it. I have an injury. We can work around any injury. Yeah, we've done it many times. Every Any day. injury. Um, in your communities, you've probably got some great physiotherapists um, and personal trainers that can work around certain injuries. Uh, we've even had people in wheelchairs come to us. Uh, you can get in the water. There's so many solutions that can happen for you. I like this one. I hate it. How many people hate it? Hate exercise. There's one. There's a couple. Yeah. Change your mind about that. <laughs> Change your mind about it. <laughs> yeah, done. Now, I find it interesting with children. You know, when you tell them to go outside and play, do you say, go outside and exercise? Of course not. Just play. Just go and play. You and as adults, never stop yeah, as adults, we've, uh, we've gotten so far away from just playing, going outside and playing. I know my husband and I are involved in quite a few different sports. He plays football and we mountain bike together and we kayak and um, I know when he's uh, ready to go play football, he's not thinking of the exercise. He's thinking of who he's going to kill on the football field, right? Uh, you've got to find activities that you enjoy doing. If you hate weight training, don't weight train. If you hate walking, don't walk. Find something that you love to do because if you hate it, you're not going to do it. So find what you love to do. Okay. There's, something there. There's something there, for sure. Um, yeah, that touches on it's too boring. If it's boring, spice it up a bit. Okay. Just play. Oh, yeah, I like that one, too. I've never been athletic. Everybody here knows how to walk. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So those are all the excuses. So we have a lot of people that come into our facility thinking that exercise is the answer to everything. Just work me out. This is the part that nobody really wants to believe. Yeah. But it's very true. And Gray's a good one for the consultations <laughs> with the clients. Yeah. 
because when they come through the door, um, we tell them it's all about this. It's what you put into your mouth. And Michael O'Brien, he summed it up so clearly. He taught me that years ago. The hand-to-mouth disease is the first and only disease that we have. Yeah. Everything else is a symptom from that. So, uh, yeah, nobody ever wants to hear that part. When I, uh, when I first uh, got into this, it was about seven years ago, I uh, was in the paving industry. I started, uh, you know, I was always in good shape, and I looked good on the outside, you know, I had the six-pack going on, and I was working every day, and working, you know, instead of going to the bar at night, everybody went to the bar, and I went right, they went left, I went to the gym. It was all good. It looked good on the outside, but I was having, you know, issues with my bowel, and uh, the medical system was not helping me at all, because they no, had, had no idea. They would, I, I know they were kept looking at me and going, you got to be fine. How can you be sick? I know that's what they were thinking. But I was having a lot of grief. And so I, uh, I, I met Francis on a, a meeting he did in Qualicum Beach. And uh, I, I learned, you know, obviously so much from that first one. It changed my life, actually. That, that was it that night, that day. So I, uh, I, you know, I stopped. I took the breads out of my diet. And I, uh, the nitrated meats and all these things, and I got on the herb cocktail. You know, it was, I, I didn't overwhelm myself uh, like a lot of people do when you, when they first come in the door, they, they want to, they want the quick fix. And uh, if you overwhelm them with, you know, some of the stuff that probably most of you already know in this room, they're going to just collapse and just say no way, and they're just going to fold up the tent and say forget it. But what I found was an easy way to do it back then. And this is what I do with my clients because they don't have the knowledge. So instead of just blasting them and going way over their head, I start really simple. It's every three months, I take three things out that are bad and educate them on what they are. A lot of them know that already. And three things, you bring three things in that are good. Every three months is three, three, and three. So I thought that, that was a really, and that's what I did with myself until I eliminated you know everything, and I'm you know every, we're always working on getting better and better and better. So that's that's how I start with the clients, and I get into the obviously I start with that with the food groups. They start throwing things out of their their kitchen, you know, and if they don't, I threaten I'm going to come over to their house, and uh, they're always terrified to see me in a grocery store. I got some really funny stories about that. <laughs> they're they're petrified because I had one woman one day I was in that, she saw me. And uh, she didn't realize that I saw her. She saw me, and she froze her cart in the aisle and grabbed her bag, left it full, and walked out of the store. <laughs> and I came down the aisle and looked, and I went, my, the angel food cake. You know, there was boxes of cookies and crackers and lots of dairy, and I'm going, oh. And it was gone. She left it. So that's, that's one of them. And, and recently, there was another uh, uh, client of mine. I, I was uh, shopping, nice outside aisle there, right where the produce was. I came around the corner, and I saw him holding two packages. He had one package of these donuts, one package of these big glazed cookies, and he was going like this. And just jokingly, I yelled down the aisle. The, the aisle I went, food police, what do you have in your hand? And he just went, like this. He, he didn't look at me. He did not speak. 
He went like this, like that. And he walked out, I swear to God, and I followed him. I followed him. He walked to his $100,000 Mercedes, got in it, and drove home. That was it. Not a word said. So you get, you get a lot of stuff happen like that. But we have fun with it, and, and they are learning. And, you know, I, I deal with uh, so many people like that every week. It's, it's quite funny. I, I get on the water first, you know, trying to teach them that that's the only hydrant the body knows. There was nothing created but water to hydrate the body. A juice is not a hydrant. It's a food, if it's juice. And so we, we start with water. That's simple. And then from there, we, you know, we get into you know, explaining the, the body's 90, you know, 70%, over 70% water, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I get into the water thing with them. I, I talk about the, acidic, uh, the acidity in waters, which a lot of people don't know about, how, how there's very little water that's any good. Obviously, we get the vena water, but uh, for people that they just don't really realize that bottled water, I, I test it myself. It's, it's in the fives. It's, it's acidic. It's like battery acid. I mean, there's some companies, and I've looked into it, they're selling water to human beings that's low force. And they don't recommend it for aquariums because it kills fish, and they're selling to human beings. That, that shocked me. Yeah, well, we when we're, we're trying to find uh, water for our gym, and we would ask them, well, what's the pH balance? Mm -hmm. And most of the companies couldn't even tell us. They didn't know what that meant. They had so. to get back to us. So we educate our, our clients uh, about water. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. Yes, and then uh, uh, we also, uh, when I got onto the TOCO, after I started changing, you know, the 333, I got onto the TOCO after cleaning the bowel. I started feeding the bowel, feeding the body. And I, the first time I took that, I, I, was, I, I felt quite ill because it's such a massive liver detoxifier. My God, I, that hit me and I went, what are you feeding me? Because I felt nauseated. So. He used to like to drink quite a bit and party. Yeah, it's back in the day. I, yeah, like I said, it looked good on the outside, but I was not putting the best stuff in me at that time. Juanita, she had even worse uh, problems with that when she first started taking it because of the prescription drugs, but we'll get into that later, that she was on late earlier on. You know, it's funny because most people say to me, oh, well, of course you like to exercise. You're a personal trainer. You get out there all the time. It's easy for you. You own your own gym. Right. Well, this was me before. Not a very great picture. Um, actually, on that's the, on the left. <laughs> yeah. She was actually 20 pounds heavier. Than I, yeah. Um, when that picture was taken, I'd already lost 25 pounds. Um, my sister was getting married, and um, we went to go try on the bridesmaids' dresses and everything. And I was a size 20, and there was no way I was going to have a size 20 bridesmaids' dress. Um, so I had joined Weight Watchers at the time and decided I got to get this weight off, and um, I was on a mission. So in this picture, I was uh, 199 pounds. Uh, my top weight was 224 pounds, and I was very unfit and very sedentary. I worked at a credit union, and um, I was a teller supervisor and did nothing. That's where you met me. Yeah, that's where I met him when I was 16. Um, but didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. I didn't like to exercise. 
Um, so I started walking. That's how it began for me, was I started to walk. And when you're a size 20 and you start walking, there's things, that, I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but you just wear stretch pants when you're really overweight. You know, and there's a lot of friction in between the thighs. And these babies used to be, you know, E44s, and I'd have to uh, double bra them up, and you know, you get the rash under, underneath your breasts and, <laughs> and in between the thighs. So I used to have to lube up before I used to go for my walks. And, uh, and that's how it all started for me. And um, I have uh, managed to keep off about 80 pounds. 80 pounds since then. So, yeah. Yeah. But did I do it in a healthy way? Yeah, I used exercise, you know, to, to help me get that weight off. Um, but I was still drinking about six Diet Cokes a day. Because on Weight Watchers, that's okay. You know, as long as it's sugar free, it's okay. I was drinking coffee. Um, I was actually smoking at the time. And, uh, I wasn't very healthy. I suffered um, from irritable bowel syndrome, uh, which was not good. Uh, either had diarrhea or constipation, and um, had been hospitalized numerous times for bipolar disorder. So I was on lithium, and um, I was on lithium for nine years. Yeah, I was a bit of a basket case. That's why the toco, I think, had that effect on her when she first started taking it. So then I was introduced, I, and I was a personal trainer, still taking lithium, still drinking Diet Coke, and, but I was eating fruits, you know, a little bit of fruits and vegetables and that kind of stuff. And that's when I met Francis. And uh, it completely changed my life because the light bulbs just went on for me. Everything made so much sense. It was so simple and so laid out that I just couldn't believe that I didn't hear this before. Why didn't they tell us this when I went to school? about the bowel. Um, and I actually cried that night because um, I had lost my mom to colon cancer. When I was 23 years old, um, my mom passed away. Uh, she was 41 at the time. And I had always kind of been searching for an answer. You know, well, how could this happen? She was so young and, you know, my mom never had a weight problem and everything made so much sense that night. And if I had only known, um, oh, we know now. yeah, exactly, she would uh, be alive today. So she's a big reason why I do the work that I do now. And, you know, it's been a real blessing, actually, if anything's good coming out of this. Uh, it, it is that, because we get to educate people about health and wellness. And um, it was a tough journey for me to get off of lithium. It was not easy. Uh, I was introduced to Ron Garner's book, and at the time it was after the doctors. And uh, I think I read that book in a day. Yeah. I was just, I was just blown away, you know. And, and finding out about Michael O'Brien, and and it was, it was just unbelievable. So I started on my journey and took herb cocktails, and you know I thought I was in pretty good shape. I didn't have a big weight problem at the time. And there was nasty stuff coming out of me. Black stuff. Um, yeah. I'd lost eight pounds in 10 days on herb cocktail. 
And when I introduced TOCO at that time, it made me violently ill. I actually threw up. Because what does lithium do to the liver? <laughs> yeah. 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 Because yeah. I, I, I used to have to go and get it tested and make sure my liver was okay. Well, boy, that, that stuff just goes right to the liver. Now, I, I now know if I would have taken a lot of enzymes with it, I probably would have gotten the reactions that I did. Um, but that's how I started. And, of course, I, um, I decided I got this brainwave of an idea that, you know, it would be much easier... Uh, to do this not at home. So I decided I was going to ride my bike to Mexico and do it on a bike trip. Yeah. So, so what I did was I convinced two of my girlfriends who, um, they're 58 and 64, I says, we got to go on this bike trip. I want to get completely healthy. And I took... I don't know, thousands of dollars worth of um, Avena products. And I went cold turkey on cigarettes, coffee, sugar, dairy, and wheat. Ask me how happy I was that first week. Glad I wasn't with her that week. <laughs> My girlfriends, <laughs> they were just... <laughs> They're, they were very patient. They were very, very patient. And, you know, so the journey began. I don't do anything halfway. Um, so on this bike trip, I, I took everything with me. Everything that Avina had, I brought with me. And um, I was even brushing my teeth with the tooth oil. And I thought, this is crazy that I have to swallow this stuff, right? Uh, but I used the salt, and I did it all. And when I came back, I just felt absolutely amazing. So we did this trip in, um, it took us 23 and a half days of cycling um, from our hometown uh, down to uh, Mexico. We went as far as Ensenada. And she ran and, a marathon. Yeah, and then I, I decided, because I have this, this thing that I do, and um, it, it, a big part of it was because of my mom, you know, when she passed away, she says, Juanita, do everything that I never got to do. I want you to live big, live large, go see all the places I never got to visit, because she was waiting to kind of start the traveling thing, right? Because my youngest brother that was in that picture, um, she passed away uh, a month before he graduated. And, you know, she was ready to go to Egypt and do all these wonderful things. She was a very lively woman. So she said, we need to go to Egypt, do, do everything. So I decided that was it. I was going to do everything, everything that I've ever wanted to do. So I did up vision boards. And one of those big things was to bike to Mexico. And I thought, damn it, I'm doing it. And then I had to get in a marathon before I turned 30, which was on my way home. So on the drive home, I made the girls stop. And we did a marathon, <laughs> which we hadn't been running the whole time. We had just been on our bike cycling. And you have to imagine, um, I didn't train for this trip. I had never been on my bike. It was funny because there's toe clips. If anybody cycles, I, I didn't know what toe clips were. And I got in, and when I went to get out, boom. <laughs> it was quite funny. So. And a sore butt for a couple of yeah, sore crotch, everything. Yeah, so it was quite the journey. Since this time... Um, uh, I've taken these girls and we've cycled from Alaska to home. Um, we've also um, done Ironmans. We do ultra marathons. And um, Avina actually sponsored me uh, for Ironman Canada. 
which I did in 2006. And I was the first raw 100% Ironman athlete to complete. And I was really proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, so I went 100% raw for four months before I did this event. Because uh, I've always pretty much been about 80-20. And when I won 100%, whew, what a difference. Is anybody here 100% raw? OK. Um, with the 80-20, I found that I was always fighting the food cravings. Anybody there with me? You're still fighting the food cravings? Yeah. My family, besides my mother, uh, genetically, they're huge. My father's 400 pounds. Um, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, when he passed away, they actually had to remove walls in the home and um, get him out by a backhoe because he was so large. My grandmother died of obesity. My aunts are all 250 pounds plus, And I was headed that direction. So I've been fighting kind of those genes the whole way along and, you know, always fighting with the cravings. And for the first time in my life, when I went 100% raw during this time, they were gone. I, I just I couldn't believe it. I felt so free from the food cravings. I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that was amazing. But it's interesting how a lot of the athletes that do endurance sports, how they rely on certain products like um, Gatorade, um, stimulants like coffee, uh, some of their their bars that they have. Have you ever read the ingredients in in like pow am I allowed to say other name brands? <laughs> uh, power bars and and things like that. You can't even pronounce most of the names. So I did a lot of um, raw food yeah. training at our gym. We put on a lot of raw food seminars, and I I learned about and how to do it. As well. Yeah, how to do it properly and started training with raw food supplements. And one of the most amazing products that we had at the time, I found, was the Power C for the, the electrolytes. So what I did with that was I mixed Power C with uh, fresh squeezed apple juice um, and raw agave nectar. Instead of those power gels, you ever seen those power gels that a lot of the runners will have? They're, yeah, they're just sugar. And most athletes will develop, they, they get heartburn. So they're running with heartburn. So I got a lot of people turned on to this little formula for these, these gels. And um, so I would do that. And then, of course, we had the Avena Organic Raw Bars, which they were huge. You know, when I was on my bike for sometimes seven and a half hours for my training, uh, I would have those bars, and I'd have my toco shakes. And, and Celtic sea salt. Yeah, Celtic sea salt. drop in the toilet. Oh, yeah, we don't need to tell them about that. <laughs> <laughs> but another interesting thing that I found happened to me uh, with training for an Ironman, if you don't know what an Ironman is, the, the race is um, 3.8 kilometer swim. Then you get on your bike and you ride for 180 kilometers. Then you run a full marathon of 42K. That's what you do all in one day. So the training for this is a year in preparation, at least. And I had a coach, and she, she put out the program for me. And, you know, in the last four months, you're training anywhere between 20 and 28 hours a week. 
So it's a, it's a huge dedication of time. But what I found was when I went 100%, and I, I just I pounded all the products. It, it, it was great because Avena supplemented me with it. I only needed to sleep for six and a half hours a night and I still managed to work more than full time and operating our business. I just didn't tire. Three jobs at that time. I, I didn't get sore like other athletes. My recovery time was so quick. I, we, just, we just could not believe it. He was just astounded. And we were trained by Victoria and Igor Botanko, and that's when the light bulbs kind of went on for me, well, Raw for food. both of us. They're 100% um, raw foodists. And we were at this seminar, and all of a sudden, Igor, he got these push-up bars, and he just started going and did going it. and going. Did, did a thousand. Yeah, he just kept going while, while she was talking. And anybody has to pay attention to that. I'll tell you, that's a lot. Yeah. In the Marines, you got to do 72 push-ups in two minutes. I can do 120 push-ups in two minutes. That's a lot, but you know what? I'm burning. I am burning on fire. It feels like they're going to explode. That guy, 60 years old, he's a, he's a slight See, guy. He's in he's, his 50s. Yeah, 58. He's not, uh, he's not uh, a big muscular kind of person. He's not, a, he's not even athletic. But he was just doing that to show you he does not get that lactic acid burn. He does not have any of that. He just does a thousand. I mean, it doesn't even look human to see him down there like a little jackhammer. Just, it was kind of mind-boggling. You know, we go yeah. on and talk about a few more things to come back. There he is. He's still going. And we had to stop. We were just fascinated. Just, I just, I really, uh, that, that, you got to pay attention to something like that. Then we, we met this other couple up in Courtney who also are raw foodists. They, they run Zen Zero. And they ran across New Zealand, oh. which I thought, wow, that's a cool thing to do. And they did it in 51 days. They did 50 marathons 50 in 50 days. Yeah. That's one a day for 50 days. Yeah. And you know what? Every single one of them was under four hours. Yeah, because I asked him, I was like, Show oh, did you have... Show me a 20-year-old athlete <laughs> in the world that can do that. I want to meet him now. Yeah. I, I asked him, I said, so were some days like eight hours? And they were like, oh, no, every day was uh, under four hours. Every day. And, and these guys are, are in their 50s. He's uh, 63 now. So for me, that just was like, wow. There's definitely a connection. Yeah, there was a huge connection uh, with the food and, and the recovery thing. So that's when we really decided, again, to even go a step further with our food. Yeah. So it was huge. Yeah, there's definitely a connection. I mean, uh, you wouldn't be uh, 50 marathons in 50 days. I've seen people after they run one. I, I know what they look like the next day. I know how stiff and sore they are. And even if they're young, incredible athletes, they know they ran one. Like, you got 49 more of those to go. I can't even fathom that. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't even remember. Oh, look up Zen Zero. Zen Zero. Just look, I can't remember their last they name. They have a, a store in uh, Courtney, BC. And uh, actually, they got two now. It's, it's growing fast. It's, there's quite a large group of raw foodists there now in Courtney because of them. It's getting bigger and bigger all the time. Yeah. Pretty incredible. Another product that I, I used uh, that was just a blessing, a lot of athletes when they're running marathons and, and doing endurance sports, they'll cramp up. And if you ever get really nervous before certain events and stuff, um, it kind of doesn't matter what you eat. You just you almost want to throw it up. 
And Francis actually said, just, just take magnesium, the liquid magnesium. So anyway, I used that in one of my races, and I was just so relieved. Within yeah. 10 minutes, I started farting, and uh, and it was just like as you were running. I'm like, it's my shoes. <laughs> it's my shoes. It's my shoes. <laughs> They're squeaking. Uh, but the magnesium was just it was it was amazing stuff. Uh, so that was a big part of my training as well. Uh, when I was doing Ironman, I I remember I'll never forget. When I was riding my bike, I think I was on my bike for about 100 kilometers, and your body kind of goes to just, you know, it'll, it'll go to what it's craving, and I was going past this, this field, right? And I saw this grass and everything. I was like, oh, and I started to drool. I'm serious. I kid you, this is somebody who's a food addict. All of a sudden, I was drooling. I thought, I want to eat the grass, right? I went home. And I consumed, I think it was about 10 cups of spinach. It's what my body wanted. All of a sudden, I was in tune with my body. And it, it was just the most miraculous That's the time feeling. You start listening to it from the rock. Yeah. Yeah. The I, yeah, I used to listen to it when I was 224 pounds and used to, you know, <laughs> Dairy Queen and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it, it's definitely been an amazing journey. Um, my husband. He's an amazing athlete. I told him, I says, if we get in trouble and we don't know what to say, just take your shirt off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's got this absolutely beautiful body. I just love it. But I know he doesn't want to toot his own horn, but um, he's in his late 40s, and um, he plays football, and it's a really intense sport. And he plays with uh, his son, actually. And he whoops his son. And the wonderful thing is, he's also a grandfather. Um, he doesn't get off the field. He's tireless. He plays both ways. Defense, offense, special yeah. teams. He, um, and he plays internationally. And he's just a machine. I'm so proud of him. Uh, but his diet is the biggest part of that. I couldn't do that when I was, you know, when I, when I was 27. There's no way I could do that. Now I can. So, yeah. And now they're giving me uh, MVP. So. Yeah, he took MVP. He's taken MVP of the league now for quite a few years, and and the older he gets, it seems like the better he gets. Um, there's a lot of products though that he uses before games. Yeah. Yeah. Stabilized liquid oxygen. I use that when I really, the liquid oxygen. Why? Because I really find when I really tax myself. It, uh, it, it, my uh, intake is, I, I tire, uh, my recovery is very quick. I have a few little tricks I, I do. There's nobody here at play games with me. Is it uh, <laughs> good to use the lactic acid after heavy exercise? Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't get that much anymore. I've, and, and I know there's a link because of the little stories I've been telling you over the years of learning and watching. And really, I never stop researching. I never stop looking at some of these people. And I'll tell you, the, the freaks of the world, they're all raw. That's just, get used to it. Whether you are or not, they're the ones that, that will just, are mind-boggling. Well, I just, uh, well, I take, I take them, I take those drops, and I do it when I'm mountain biking as well, because some of the climbs are, are really nasty, and I, my, my bike's heavy, and I ride with uh, young guys with light bikes. 
and I can I can beat them. And and it's just by I think it's because of the uh, recovery. And I take and I really know it's a big difference when I started taking that liquid oxygen. Huge okay. difference. I can I you're you're supposed to take just a few to start with when you because uh, Charmaine I think's got a really good story about taking too much. But I I didn't know that and I took times right off the bat and I've been I was fine. So I take uh, like in a in a eight ounces I'll take a whole, uh, a good half of a dropper at once. So if I've got a, a big water container, I'll take two of those. So I, 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 I do fine with that. Um, he also does, we do a lot of salt, yes. uh, the Celtic sea salt. We're always taking that before we train um, and before That's big games. That hydrates you. I mean, that is such a fallacy with the salt thing. I mean, you really have to, the education on the salt in our, in our gym is huge because everybody's so brainwashed on salt being bad. Well, they're half right. The white death is bad. Yes, you know, it's cooked. But that, that Celtic, that, uh, well, that's not Celtic, but the, the, the pristine salt they have now, we put it on our foods. Uh, when we did the West Coast Trail, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, it's the hardest trail in North America. We, we did that in two days, and I had 65 pounds on my back, and it was the worst weather I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, it blew so hard this way, I had a real hard time walking against it. And we did it in two days. And the hydration was an issue, uh, but I had my uh, I had some uh, water filters and water containers here on my side. And I'd take the water, I'd be you know we'd be drinking a lot, and I'd be having to go to the bathroom a lot. And I remembered, oh, my salt. I brought it, and I had a little side pouch here, and I and I took it in there. And no kidding, within 15 minutes, you could feel the the jolt that it gave me, and the the urinating was done. I was done with that. I was just hydrating myself. I was just, what I was doing before is my water was coming in and out. I was just flushing everything out of me. And I wasn't hydrating myself at all. I was actually dehydrating myself the more water I was drinking. So that salt is huge. It's a huge, has a huge effect. So how much salt I'll have a, yeah, I'll, I'll have two, uh, depending what I'm doing. And, you know, if I'm training heavy in the summer and stuff like that, it'll be like a tablespoon through the day. Mm -hmm, for sure. Pinch of the time, I'll put it right under here and let it. Oh yeah, for sure. Because it helps your body to utilize the yeah. water that you're taking in. Like you're going to the bathroom at night, take that, it's over. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. amazing. It's an amazing food. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that we used thing. to it was, it's uh, the coconuts. We we get baby coconuts yeah. from the grocery store, and this is before we kind of knew. Well, right. before I knew yeah, how I to, knew. to even open them, I was outside <laughs> trying to, oh, oh, frustrating things. Anyway, great technique now. But we would use these, this, the coconut water mixed with um, avocado and uh, strawberries, frozen blueberries, and raw agave nectar. And we use that oh. for, like, any time we do anything. Yeah. And yeah. we just find that it, it's just amazing. So I found it very interesting that the doctor that was on before yeah. us was talking about, uh, you know, coconut water and, yeah, and the link. We're like, ago. oh, yeah. The coconut water, I take the, the young coconuts, I take the water, I take the fat out of there, the pudding, which is just marvelous. And I put, uh, you know, some strawberries, blueberries. We have some great organic farms where we live. And uh, I'll put avocado in there as well and some raw agave nectar. That makes the most evil tasting shake, I'll tell you. It tastes like it's almost bad for you. So good. Yes, yep. definitely. 
It's like pudding. It's like pudding. It's just like pudding. Just the baby if it makes it in snow. there, a lot of times I'm eating the old it before it gets one. in there. Yes. Raw agave nectar. And a half an avocado, because that's what makes it really creamy. That's oh, the, yeah. That, to me, is a magical ingredient. If you forget that, it's still good. But if you put the avocado in there, that's like the stuff you used to like that you're not supposed to eat anymore. You know what I'm talking about? That's got a real Jonesy, creamy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It tastes really good. How much salt? Cocoa. Uh, the toco, ooh, that stuff, I'll take, uh, we go through quite a bit of that. I'll make uh, two shakes a day to, in between my uh, meals. And I'll put three scoops, like large scoops. I have this scooper. I don't know. How it's six table. He takes six tablespoons twice a day. Twice a day. Yeah. Twice a day. Yes. When I was training for Ironman. Superfood. Uh, Superfood's an amazing product. She doesn't mind the taste. I don't like it. I take the caps. So I take a dozen caps twice a day. We love it. Love it's it. great. It's so pre-digested. I can actually eat that and train at the same time. I, know I would, I would I be on my bike, and I would. Take I it. have two holders there, and I would have my toko shakes right in there. It was the easiest thing for me to digest. You know that, and and of course my raw bars. It was really easy. So your recovery. It's really important to refuel your body within an hour after yeah. you exercise. I, I got about. I need tw tw within 20 minutes. I have to. Yeah, he's got to eat a lot sooner than, than I do. Yeah, we have a little bit different metabolism. It's not fair. <laughs> I have to watch him eat most of the time, and everybody thinks, oh, your husband's so fit, look at his body. And I, I train probably 10 times more than he does. I hate him, but I love him. <laughs> I think, well, at least I get to sleep with it. <laughs> it's great. I got genetics working against me there, but um, we, we found with him, uh, he has to consume over 5,000 calories a day just to maintain his body weight. Yeah. But it's different. Like I, you know, I'm, but he I, eats clean, too. And I train really hard, and I, everything I play, I play really hard. So you burn a lot. And, and our job is, uh, it takes a lot. We, we give a lot with what we do. We care about every single person that's in there. I give everything I have to all of them. So. Oh, excellent. Yeah. It, there's definitely a connection. Yeah, we you deal know, with a in, lot in of the, athletes. In the world of things, sure. I don't know. It's it's not. A, I don't know. I don't want to blow my own horn, but it should I be competing with uh, you know 20 year old college uh, athletes and you know whooping a lot of them? Probably not. I think there's a connection. We've done things too with sports injuries, um, which was unbelievable. The the month before I was supposed to do my Ironman, I had hurt my knee. I got injured. So all of this training, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> what now? This can't be happening. The mind is a really powerful tool. Along with the products that Avena has, I think I, I was pounding about 100 enzymes a day, and the physiotherapist could not believe that I recovered from that injury. Like yeah. there's something the to there's something to the products that it's just mind blowing. Yeah. Gray was supposed to be competing in um, the nationals for football and he tore his hamstring. 
So he went to um, the doctor in, in town, the physical therapist, and, and he says, you're out, man. This is, this is an eight-month injury. Done. Tore the tuberosity. Yeah. Um, and he was like, no way. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm playing. <laughs> I am playing. I am playing. So what did he we We... Uh, we hit it hard. I think you were taking about 200 enzymes a day. We hit the toco hard. We did everything hard. We, massage, meditation. He was playing at the tournament and received MVP uh, for defensive player yeah. in Vegas. It was awesome. Uh, it was a month. A month. He was playing in a month. He was running around in less than three weeks. Yeah. And then the thing was, you know, most times if you have an injury like that, you'll re-injure it. As soon as you go for a full-out sprint, he was fine. He was tireless. He didn't get off the field. That tournament, he played both ways. It's funny how you get judged, though. I came to, uh, I remember coming through customs, and he asked me what I was doing there. And I told him what I was doing. He looked at my passport and went, well, are you a coach? <laughs> I said, no, I'm playing. And, you know, he was kind of leery, right? Because we're so conditioned to think, well, uh, when you're, you know, when you're in your 40s, you're done, I guess, in the yeah. in our conditioned world. Um, right now, probably about six tablespoons a day. But then I do like hemp nut seed. Um, I actually take a lot more superfood than he does. Uh, I I probably do about three or four tablespoons of superfood a day. Uh, yeah. I can go forever. I may not be fast, but I can go forever. <laughs> I am tireless. <laughs> um, it's great, though, because I, I do a lot of races all the time. I, I haven't done a count as to how many marathons and ultra marathons that I do. Um, but I always um, wear, where's my little thingy here? Anyway, I always use uh, my shirt that says Avena on it. I always do that because right it's the way, yeah, that's me coming through the finish line. Um, I, I wear that all the time because so many people ask me, oh, what's Avena? Is that that skin cream stuff? You know, like they think it's Vino. a, a, a vino, right? And I'm like, oh, no, no, this is blah, blah, blah. And it's a great intro to me, to, to, uh, to the company. You know, it's, it's all about education and changing one life at a time. Uh, myself and Gray, we work side by side together uh, at the gym, and it's our passion to teach and educate and to motivate and inspire other people to live the healthiest and fittest life that they can. Because if you're not, if you don't have your health, what else do you have? Life is just so precious. I always think of my mom, 41 years old, she had money. She had money, boy. Yeah, cost is a funny spend. thing because somebody came, uh, this was a week ago, they were looking at the enzymes and going, I cannot believe how much money these things cost. And I didn't say a word. I looked outside and their car's worth $120,000. So it's where your priorities are. And that's a, you really got to look at that. I don't, you know, instead of having a car payment, I, I don't, we have something that I don't, I bought. <laughs> and I'd rather my health is just more important to me than driving a Mercedes. So that's, yeah. it's wherever people have their priorities. If it's there, well, then it's there. But I, our choice is our is our health. We travel, uh, we travel. We 
you know, we live in a modest home, but we travel, and we uh, we we put a lot into supplements and our food. Yeah, it's funny, you know, we go through. Uh, we, we travel at least a month every winter, someplace hot, and that's our time to really take care of ourselves. Most people, when they go on holidays, they're like, "Yeehaw, margaritas and their pina coladas," and you know, they come back and they have to. We wear go, "Yeehaw, we get to work out every day." Yeah, <laughs> you know what? But it, it's a total change uh, of of your mind. And we take this great big suitcase full of our Avena supplements and we always come back from, from holidays rejuvenated, feeling better. He's got more muscle on, I've got a little less body fat and we're ready to you know, take on the world again. Um, but yeah, we, we're always active. We base our life around, hmm, what do we get to play with today, right? And I really think uh, more people need to kind of change their attitude about regular exercise. Just uh, get moving. Yeah, just get moving. Get moving. Yes? <laughs> I love that. Um, when you cross the border, do you ever get questions um, about your supplements? Oh, I can't answer that. Okay. Um, sometimes, but I have something that really works. Should I tell them? Am I allowed to tell them? And we've traveled to a lot of different places. My, a few people might walk over. Yeah, we've, uh, <laughs> you know, we've traveled to Colombia and, and all over the Caribbean and Mexico, and, and we, we travel quite a bit. So we got, we, I put my vibrators in with my, <laughs> with my supplements. They let it right through. They get so embarrassed. They're like, oh my. <laughs> Done. And I, I'm serious. I've it probably, worked. we've gone through so many borders. Hey, nobody walked out. And everybody's like, oh, oh, the guys just let it go through. I don't know, it works for me. <laughs> it did. I, watched it go I watched it go by. It's like, that's a beautiful thing. Sorry, Mal. <laughs> oh, Earmuffs no. for the kid. Yes, more questions. <laughs> he takes his shirt off. Uh, yeah, we've been pretty lucky with the with the with the stuff going through. Yeah, we we haven't had any trouble at all. And I've even I didn't at one point I wasn't sure if um you could put them through the machines and everything. I'm like, oh, is that gonna mess with all the electricity and all that kind of stuff? And I even talked nice to the guys and. They didn't even put it through the machines. One, it's one, all in how you ask. Yeah. <laughs> one time, I think I, one of the guys took the top off and he, he looked around in the herb cocktail, took it around and put the lid on, let me come through. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a massager. She uh, no, she ran a whole bunch through hers with her toy. Yeah. Yeah, you ran a bunch. No, I put it through my carry on a lot of times. Like it went through. I haven't. I've been lucky. <laughs> Any other questions? Yes? Um, we've got some young fellas that are into weightlifting. Yes. And they think they have to take things like muscle melt and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. We're trying to get them to take tofu, but they don't believe. Yeah. It's yeah. because of the protein policy. They, they, yeah. It's trying to, there's a brilliant, uh, the last newsletter last month, was a phenomenal piece yeah. on protein, and it really explains. It. If you have it, give it to them. That'll explain 
the protein. One of the we analogies can go on for hours. We um, we use just the analogy of a gorilla. Yeah. If a gorilla was to do a bench press. Four thousand pounds. Yeah. Four thousand pound eat bench. Meat. He eats leaf. Yeah. And his DNA is 99.6% of me and you, everybody in here. Yeah. When I, when I was 100% um, raw, I'm about 80-20, but um, usually from May until October, I go 100%. And my strength is maintained. And for a, women, for a woman, I'm quite strong. Like I, if anybody does a leg press, I can leg press over 700 pounds um, for about 12 repetitions. Um, my bench press... Um, is probably 145 pounds for 10 reps right down deep. And that's stronger, no meat. Stronger most No way. Men. I like that. That's I like to be stronger than the men that come into our gym. <laughs> Especially when they say, oh, can I take uh, some of those plates off there for you? I'm like, no, actually, put some on there, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so greens are huge. We Oh, greens are a huge part. Um, we know Victoria and Igor, and we were really introduced to the green smoothies. And wow, what a difference. So every smoothie that we do, which is, say, two or three a day, it's tons of greens going in all put, the time I with our the, smoothies. I put the spinach and, and greens in every one of my shakes. Basically, the spinach because it doesn't change the flavor. So if you like your, you know, you like your uh, your shake with all your ingredients in it, and you don't want to mess it, mess with it, throw tons of spinach in it. You can't taste it, but the nutrients in there. It takes me for hours longer in the morning. I don't like kale and char in my smoothies. I don't Kale's like it. I know it's great for you. Um, I don't put them in my smoothies. I'll juice that. We'll juice those. We'll um, or put them we'll, in our salads. Yeah, we'll make. I, for me, things. food's got to taste good. And I haven't quite discovered a way to make it quite taste that great in my smoothies. I think you have to find the sweet with the meat if you're a spinach. I've put mango in with my kale and some raw greens and stuff. I do. You know what? I, and I know the food combining and everything, it's great. Think of how busy life is. Uh, I work a lot of hours, and, and I think I'm, I'm doing the best that I can. So. If my fruit is in with my salad, I do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yes? The 20% that's not the raw fish, is usually fish. We have amazing fish where we live. Yeah, we're pretty lucky. We have, um, we have some great salmon and, uh, and stuff where we live. So it's usually that. I eat about seven times a day, and uh, my body is just like clockwork. It's hungry every two hours. When you're eating the proper portion amounts, your body will be hungry every two hours is what I found, especially um, when you're, you're active. Um, and, and this is the thing, too. I've seen people that are 100% raw who are still overweight and obese, and to me, that's not the picture of health. They're still, eating it, they're, they're still eating too much. And I found this when I first went 100% raw because I got into, you know, making the pies and the brownies and all these wonderful things. I gained five pounds in two weeks. I was like, oh, whoa, whoa. And uh, what I found was that my body, after that initial 
stage wanted um, the simpler things. So it was a great way to kind of ease myself into it was going, you know, the gourmet. But after a while, you just want smoothies I and want salads. and. I crave greens. Yeah. But I, I, he probably eats about 10 times a day. I'm at about seven times a day that I eat. Always great. Yep. I still eat. She counts. I um. I still eat a lot. Like I eat a lot of fat in my diet. But she still counts her. She still counts her. Yeah, depending on my activity level, um, I still worry about calories a little bit. I do. I, well, she she journals. So. I write everything down. I I admit it. I'm a food addict. When I'm not 100%, I have the cravings. So I need to keep tabs on it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, coconut oil is a big part of my diet. Hemp oil is huge. Hemp oil is huge. I, I'm just getting into the coconut oil now since Avena um, brought it in. But hemp oil is big. Uh, flax oil, um, avocados, nuts. I get a lot of fat in my diet. Toco, a lot of fat. Yeah, but they're healthy fats. It's no longer Dairy Queen fat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're done. Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so Thank much you. for coming out and sharing that. That was awesome.